Yeah. I'm a Zika baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Hypothetical Help, episode 56. I'm Scott with Terpster. Hello. And I'm Terpster with Scott. Hmm. Which way is better? Would you like we top? We had our names. We knew we had to be together. Do you like top billing or second billing? What do you? How do you prefer? I'm it? bottom. No, I'm. I, I'm just. Whoa. I'm happy. Whatever I'm getting, Scott. You know me. I'm not picky. What's your safe um, word? Do you have a safe word? Yeah, pineapple. Oh, I can't tell you it though. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of why it would be pineapple. I'm trying to come up with a. It's just a good go-to safe word. It's a word you never use, but everyone understands it. You know, I think it's a good one. You like that one? All right. I like it. Okay. I like it. I feel like I haven't got to have too much of a kind of, hey, before we get into the heavy stuff, okay, I just want to let you know, if I say the word pineapple, it means that, you know, it's got too real for me. You know, whereas they'll be like, oh, yeah, no, of course, pineapple. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, the problem with the pineapple. I could just say pineapple and someone would stop whatever they're doing and say, what the hell? Yeah, I can see that. But I, the problem I have with the word pineapple in this context is it sounds like a, it's for some reason, it sounds like a painful idea. And that's just my imagination going so places you think it shouldn't. I'm, I'm asking, use the pineapple next. <laughs> oh my god, like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you have to go. You have to go against the grain. No, with the grain, or you're you have in... to go with. Well, I mean, then you're not getting out though. Oh so lord, it's a tricky thing, isn't it? The yeah. barbed curse of of that. Yes. Yeah. Ask any Hawaiian friends; they'll tell you the trouble they've had with pineapples. <laughs> Anyway, I'll have the Hawaiian, please. Yeah, please, yes. Or no, please. No, thank you, Emmett. Um, so I got a question for you before we get going, and, and that is a real simple one, actually. I'm not going to try okay. to fluff this up or, or, okay. or you know, put Let me frosting guess. on uh, the cake. Why do you guys say words funny like that? Is it <laughs> no, one of those? not one okay. of those. It is okay. this. Are you, having just exited your own grand controversy, which still is, you know, still very much resolved. In, in- the process but yeah sure but having that just happened are you guys from afar when you've had time to see what is happening over here are you worried about us at all like yeah oh definitely yeah. definitely yeah. i think i think that you know without getting too serious scott i don't like to keep things too too serious on this program right. um i think the 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 big issue i have is it, it shows with the vote uh for brexit and the support trump has um that People want change mm. and they don't really care too much what it is because they're thinking, well, whatever it is now isn't working. So who do I think's most likely to enact some kind of change? Yeah. And I think that's what, you know, Trump's got in spades is he's like, vote for me. I'm going to shake things up. And for a lot of people out there, they're like, yeah, things need shaken up. Mm. But, you know, from from someone who, you know, I don't have a, you know, the the firmest grasp on American politics, but. You know, I I look at the two nominees from the major parties. And to be honest with you, I I wouldn't really want to pick either if I had the choice. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, out of the choice, I think it's um, yeah, it's I I personally think that Trump's a bit of a a risky move. Yeah. But you know, we'll have to wait and see. Again, I, you know, I'm not going to say that you know that he's uh, any more or less dishonest or capable than Hillary. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's it's scary, I think, just because I think if Trump gets in, you're going to see major change, which for a lot of people, you know, they're, they're happy with. And for a lot of people, it's, um, 
that it's, kind of it's, it's also a little bit of an unknown like what kind of change are we talking about and we don't really know because he doesn't really have any policies yet it's just sort of this notion that i'll come in and shake things up and that's kind of it um what what i've noticed with this election cycle is that everything i don't trust about hillary clinton are things mostly people have told me so things that i've been told by the media other people um, people who are against her, people who are just giving me the facts, whatever those facts may be from various sources or whatever. I'm just getting, I'm getting all of that stuff secondhand. Everything mm -hmm. I don't like about Trump, he's saying out loud on microphones and on Twitter. Which in some ways is kind of comforting. Yeah, you, know, you, I, I you can get take that. him for what he is in, in some ways, but equally you're thinking like, you know, is that the guy I want representing my country to the world? I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, we... We've got a prime minister at the moment we didn't elect, yeah. um, enacting changes that nearly half the country didn't want. Um, you know, it's it's a scary, scary place to be at, at times when you look at it in that sense. But then equally, we're kind of like, yeah, well, you know, should we just crack on, cracking on? And once you kind of get over the hump, it you know, things very quickly return to normality in terms of your life. Like, I wouldn't say a post-Brexit um, vote has been tremendously different for me um and my day-to-day -day life you know it's it, sh it shook up a few things but yeah, it's your, just, your just neighborhood's is, not your neighborhood's not on fire and there aren't no no i'm moving and, house yeah, yeah. and um that whole process was kind of exacerbated by just the fact that house prices have, have been affected um by the the brexit vote and sure, stuff like that sure. but I mean, I, I was lucky enough to kind of have most of it all locked in beforehand. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, it's, I just think with, with America, you know, you're the kind of leaders of the Western free world, as mm. it's seen. Mm. It's just, you know, Trump, Trump's a, he's a reality TV show guy, really. That's where, well, at least that's my in encountering of him. You know, obviously he was a, a, a property mogul uh, before that. But I, yeah. I don't know. I, I personally, I think I'd rather that the American public voted Trump into a fake White House <laughs> filled with cameras and didn't tell him and just told him he was president just to see. And I think he'd be OK with it in retrospect because he loves the fame and, you know, all the rest. Yeah. Um, and I just think it'd be really interesting just as like almost like a, a thought experiment just to see what happens when Trump thinks he's president. Yeah, I like I, it makes me wish happen. it makes me wish we had a, a firmer grip on time space and we could do like Yeah, just do a what if machine. Yeah, here's here's the alternate like, oh, reality actually, where yeah, he's in. Be that bad? Yeah, and then you find out halfway through, oh, that wasn't so bad or you find out halfway through, holy shit, the elections would be a lot less exciting though because the right person would always end up getting in because yeah. everyone would be like, well, this is the best option, isn't it? Well, it'd be one you know, last this, thing to worry this about. Person does it. But then again, if we had that kind of power, then you're talking about everybody's, everyone's decision constantly would be mm. the one that the, the machine said to take. And then that's a, that's a life I don't think I want. No, uh, no, I like of. making mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Sometimes. you make some, you make some big ones. So I make some big ones and quite, quite often. Um, but that's all part of the fun. It is. I agree. Life. Uh, well, here, life and its great tapestry. Here on the uh, award-winning Therapy th uh, Therapy Thursday <laughs> Hypothetical oh, Health Show. How dare you? Is it gonna? Is it a call from someone who said the wrong name during intercourse? Because I can relate right now. <laughs> I've done that before. That is what that's like. It's like saying, "Oh, Janice." I mean, uh, uh, I mean, oh, oh, god damn it! Sorry, Terps. 
Yeah, said, but that's fine. Anyway, I said Janice, knowing that my sister-in-law's mother-in-law, who has dementia and is a little bit freaky right now, but uh, her name freaky. is Janice. She a fox. Well, nice. she's just she reminds she me. Let's say she gets the job done. She's easy on the eyes. <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. All right, all here's to say about that. I think they're all listening. Is the reason that's all I'm going to say about that? Except oh, really? her. Oh, really? I, doubt, okay. I doubt she's listening. Hello, Janice. Hey, oh, so well, okay. That's I'm fine. pretty certain she's not listening. Where she is, you know. Call me. Yeah, let him know he's he's in. Uh, all right, so we got a call. Uh, this is uh, you guys call the show and ask us for help. We hypothetically give you answers. Guess, this I one's about so. a flirting friend, and oh man, I don't even know where to start with this. So hear it out and let's see. Hey, Scott and Terps, had a uh, a question for you guys. My wife and her very best friend are in a wedding together with um, not attractive revealing bridesmaids dresses. So anyway, my wife's best friend and her were complaining about it, and then her friend started texting me about it. I hate this dress. And uh, she's being a little flirtatious, I think, and ended up sending a uh, picture of her trying the dress on, which was slightly revealing. Uh, I'm not sure if it was inappropriate, if I should tell my wife. Uh, it was just really interesting. Uh, I don't know what to do. Hypothetically, of course, what would you guys do? Thanks. All right. She's thrown the gauntlet down. There's only one answer. There's one answer. We all know it. Okay. You've got to send a dick pic back. <laughs> you just got to be like, Shazam. And, you know, I'm not saying it's got to be full-blown, you know, it can be, it can be, it can leave something to the imagination if you so wish. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, wow, holy moly! He hasn't told his wife. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is gonna get. Well, good. it's her best. So if it's her best friend, dude, I mean, that is hardcore. Like you're, you're about to upset the apple cart in a ma- major this is way. Brilliant. If you say well, something. Well, the thing is, is but you can say like, you know, because if it's her best friend, she's gonna be like, oh, that's you know, Janice. Sorry, Janice, you're our go-to now. Um, but oh yeah, don't worry about it. It's just Janice. You know what she's like? She's a big flirt. Or whatever you know she's just messing around she's just you know she's just playing with you she'd destroy you you would be you wouldn't know what to do with her yeah. god janice has got it going on yeah um whereas i think not telling your wife mm. like holy moly man that is i mean oh like like i said it's it's kind of exciting for me <laughs> from a purely morbid like this is you know stuff's about to get real yeah um, I have an example okay. of when something similar happened, but I, but it was easy for me, and, I'll, and, I'll, and so I'll explain the difference. I got what would be, I guess, amount to the fifth time someone's done this, and each time I had the same reaction. But more recently, the fifth time was somebody, some fans sent a naked video. Oh, a video? Yeah, oh, of, nice. of, of, a, of her or someone there, or a, for all I know, it was fake. I don't know, but it was a naked lady sent yeah. to me over Snapchat. Oh, and it was really? sent it nice. was sent directly to me and had a message after that said, Scott, I love everything you and it was like very personal, like Scott, your radio voice just gets me so horny. It wasn't Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just like oh, was that the voice? Because that was me That's pretty it. good. They didn't actually yeah. say anything in the video, but they but oh, they okay. it was silent. But they they didn't need to. Right. But they said it with their body. Them personalizing it meant that it wasn't just some bot somewhere that was just like, hey, yeah, me, exactly. you, yeah. get together. At least, yeah. yeah, at least a good bot that was able to like <laughs> personalize the message right. after the 
right. recording. Yeah, and I've gotten yeah. these before via email from people, yeah. a Canadian. I, well, I know you've mentioned before. A Canadian yeah, like one. Remember the Canadian? Someone was at Nertacular, wasn't it? Or yeah. BlizzCon? So yeah. It was like, yeah. can't wait to see you. My vagina's super <laughs> into podcasters. <laughs> And I was like, oh, Scott, is it, is it just you or is it podcasts in general? I don't know just, what it is. Know, but just every, ask for a friend. Each yeah. and every time, as I said on that episode, and I'll say again, I go, Kim, get in here. You got to see this. And it was especially yeah. Yeah. Uh, a rush. Because then she gets fired up from it as well. And then you can both enjoy it. I like it. That's good. Well, Work it into the marriage. More, it's good. It's more like, ha ha, this is great. We're a hoot. Bah ha ha. I'm not replying to that. Okay, move on with our lives. Now, this is the difference, though. None of those people were friends of mine or Kim's or even acquaintances that we were aware of. Uh, never did know who that person at Nertacular was. I just know that they said they were there. Uh, so I, but I never, you know, no one ever came out. And they were blonde, and, weren't they? Uh, I think not so. I, not that I remember it. I think yeah, so. I recall it my I think head so, man, you've really remembered the story. You've got like... I the, do. I love it. It's imprinted Scott, this on is, you. this is my jam. <laughs> All right, okay. great. So, but, but, you know, I don't know who they are. So it's not like, my, uh, you know, my wife's best friend did it. And then I'd have to tell her, Kim, get in here. You got to see your dumb best friend just did. Like, that sounds... But I don't know. Because, I mean, if the if the friend is legitimately, like, sending a picture of her in a shitty dress and it happens to be revealing, I kind of feel like, you know, that's... That you just got to accept that that's, that's just your interpretation of that. Mm. Like, you can't be looking at it going like, man, I saw some side boob. You know, it's like, yeah, you saw my best friend's side boob. It shouldn't mean anything to you. Or like, you know, you know what she's like. That's just, you know, she just doesn't care about these sort of things. She's not trying to, you know, turn you on. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you think I, it's possible? Just, you think it's possible that he's sec- I think secretly is a little bit titillated by this? Might be interested well, of course. a little. I don't think, yeah, he's a, he's a, you know, a hot-blooded man. He's looking at that thinking like, you know, whoa, this lady just sent me uh, some revealing uh, ooh, uh, graphical uh, stuff going on. I like it. And that's cool. But I'm just saying... I don't know. I don't think your wife necessarily would care, but maybe she would. Yeah. But I, I think he needs to if, tell if her though. Either way, she needs to know. Yeah. Because either she doesn't care and you can stop worrying about it. Yeah. Or she does care and she can chat to a friend about like, that's super inappropriate. Don't do that. Yeah. At least she um, needs to hear you say, honey, look at this. Yeah, exactly. What's your friend doing? Because otherwise, weird. man, you're going to get screwed. Yeah. I mean, not in the good way. <laughs> Unless again, you go with plan A, which is on the offensive with uh, a dick pic. We've all been there. She sends it. You just go like, boom, there you go. Yeah. Now, if she you see, freaks I've seen out. Yours, you've seen mine. Let, you know, I'm just putting it out there, you know, with us, we, you know, we'll see how this goes. If all she had, though, according to the, if all he, she showed in this phone call was just sort of somewhat revealing, if that just means, like you said, a side boob or a whatever, yeah. she, that him, him responding or reciprocating with a wiener pick is not exactly on par with. Well, no, exactly. But I like to play with fire, Scott. And, you know, I'm going to live vicariously through our callers. Please do let us know how it goes and we all, which option you choose. Yeah. Uh, because it could it'd be like, turned out great. We're having a threesome. I was like, wow, that that turned out about as good as you could hope. That was yeah. pretty much a, a 10 out of 10, A plus. Like, I feel like those things don't actually happen to too many people. I don't know why. Well, exactly. And that's why I'd love to be able to say to people, I kind of know this guy where this did happen. Yeah. And <laughs> by the internet, but with a voice thing, it couldn't have been faked, as it said. Hey, Scott, I'm well into you. Yeah. Um. Sorry, now I was getting confused. But yeah, I think it. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I'd, Let I us... mean, what what would you think? What would you think? Uh, Kim would say if uh, you told her one of her friends sent a picture of 
maybe they're in some lingerie and they mm-hmm. say, Scott, do you think this is too revealing? Uh, if Okay, I'm, I'm going to go this whole scenario through my head. She has a friend named, well, I won't say her name. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. I'll no. say her name. I don't care. Do I? Do I care? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It depends. Would she look good in lingerie? Because well, if Kim listens to this, she might be like, oh, why did Scott pick? Oh, of course <laughs> Scott picked. Oh, he's such a, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to save you. Pick pick a friend that you definitely don't want to see in lingerie. All right. Well, her name Actually, is. Oh, no, 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 don't. Because then she'll be like, oh, so he does want to see some of my friends in lingerie. All yeah. right. That's a good point. I'm going to say, pizza. I'll use a fake name. Her name is. Janice. Janice. So Janice, Kim's best friend, Janice, if she sent me lingerie photo. I hate that word. Tell me. And I get it, and I go, oh, geez, like a text or something. And I have some, you know, some of her friends have me on text so they can let me know, hey, Kim left her phone, just letting you know we're out here. If you need her, call this phone, I'll give it to her, you know, that kind of thing. So I have her text. If she sent me that, I would at first be like, yeah, the dick pic was Kim, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I would go, oh my gosh, that's, uh, that would feel really weird and out of place. Now, their relationship, he didn't indicate this, but their relationship may already be a little, I don't know, more open than that. If that's true, then then perhaps. But in my case, it would be like, oh my gosh, I should probably tell Kim. And the way I would do it is I would find Kim as soon as I could find her and I'd say, hey, you probably should see this. Why is she sending me this? Why is Janice sending me this? And she'd say, oh, I don't know. It's weird. I should probably talk to her. Or, oh, she's just that way. Or like the things you said. But you've got to tell her. You have to go. All you've done for this, all you've done is ask me to go through this scenario is reinforce your original thought, which is, you have to tell her. No matter how drastically you may swing one way or the other, or, or if this if ends up Yeah, or if this ends up being some weird fantasy like that for you, or ends up being nothing, or ends up being the breakup of the friendship, whatever it is, all of that doesn't matter. You know, priority one is tell your wife. And not like, honey, you won't believe it. Sit down. You have to be sitting when I it's not like that. <laughs> Sounds like a BuzzFeed article. <laughs> Honey, you won't believe this. Friend number six, you know, twelve friends you didn't know send me sexy pictures. And you, you won't, won't believe, believe what happened four. next. <laughs> yeah. I sent her a dick pic. No, ex- I sent her a dick pic. Yeah, who would have guessed? No one ever guessed. It guesses. was a semi. It was not a full erection. Yeah. Don't worry. I respect you. I love you. Yeah. I would never do that. I you. save those for you, honey. <laughs> I save them for you. Yeah. Do you have to tell her? So tell her. All right. Because that's weird. Yeah. It's just a little bit weird. And I have, you know, hey, whatever. It's kind of a compliment. Somebody uh, thinks you're attractive. They're willing or to they risk. Or they don't. Or they're just, again, a friend of your wife who thinks that because you're her wife's, uh, you know, you're the husband, that you be cool with it. I mean, personally, my reply would be like, why the hell are you sending me this? I don't give a crap about what you're wearing. Yeah. You know, but that's just me yeah. and my cynical outlook on uh, all things uh Stuff like that. Yeah. All things stuff like that. I like that. It's the name yeah. of today's episode. All things stuff like that. Here's yeah. uh here's another question we got via email. And caller, please let us know what happens there. I'm very curious about the outcome. Uh it says, Hey Scott and Terpster. It's a kind of a long one, but I'll rip through it. This is Jake in the UK. Come hails from your part of the world. Cool. It says I've never really spoke to anyone about this before, but as two fathers yourselves, I think you might be able to offer a unique perspective. That's right. Terpster has a one plus something year old, and I have a bunch of three of them, and they're like it's all, cray, all, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's, Yours yeah. are like grown ups. You don't even count as children. Dude, Carter's about to move into university in like a month. Think of that. Man, that's messed up. It's totally messed, messed up. up. Anyway, it says around five. messed up because I remember when I first met her, she's not old enough to be in university because that was when I'm old. Yeah, no, That's right. No, Things okay. have changed since 2011. Yeah, that yeah. was the first time you were here. Yeah. Anyway, around five years ago, I decided to end my relationship with my dad a few years after he cheated on my pregnant mum. 
and left her wow. with my two brothers. Wow. Um, although I keep seeing him on weekends, problems started, problems started to arise after his new wife bought a cat, which I am severely allergic to. As oh, he I doesn't, see. as he didn't believe my allergies, allergies were real. He's one of those guys. He's an allergy truther. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and allergies cause autism. You shouldn't allow children oh, to have allergies. Good Lord. It's probably some people are nodding their heads right now. Donald Whatever. Trump. We have <laughs> 2016. <laughs> uh, if people believe it, they'd be like, yeah, I can't believe he said that. Oh my God. Yeah. But I believe it. Uh, this was the catalyst for many other arguments, which led me to realize he wasn't someone uh, worth having or was, was someone wasn't someone who was having a positive impact on my life and caused an unnecessary amount of conflict and unhappiness. So I decided to never see him again. Gung gung. Then it goes on to say, this has obviously caused a few rifts in my family as my younger brothers still choose to see him and side uh, and his side of the family constantly pushing, uh, pushing me to build a relationship and pretend like nothing happened. Even my mom thinks it would be more healthy for me to carry on a relationship with my father. On the other hand, I don't feel like I have uh, a dad-shaped hole in my life, and I feel much happier without the constant conflict, and he doesn't seem to be upset by the circumstances either. So my hypothetical question is this. Is it possible to choose to not have your father in your life, and is this healthy? Can a father and son be so different that they aren't meant to be in each other's lives? Sorry for getting so deep on the both of you. Keep up the good work, Jake, in the UK. Man, uh, you know what? Here's the deal. I have a prediction for Jake. He's going to, in the short term, you're doing the right thing. I think this, this creating this distance is probably healthy for you and him. There will come a day, I guarantee you, where you're going to feel some regret about that and you're going to want to patch things up. And I'm, I'm I guarantee he is going to feel, feel a similar way. Now, it may never be perfect. It may still be wrapped, you know, it may still be a, a grumpy burrito wrapped in poop. But at the very least, at some point, you'll have to be on some sort of terms because once he dies, which will likely happen before you're gone, there's really no going back. And all those regrets remain and they are unable to ever be aired out the way that isn't they can shitty, now. Isn't it shitty though? Isn't it horrible? Yeah. I, like, I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's, this is the tough thing of like, you know, when, when you kind of, at some point discover that your parents are people yeah. and like humans and stuff like that. And that not everyone you meet in life you like. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that that's going to be like family yeah. as weird as that sounds, because you know, it just gets to that point where you're just like, you know what? I don't really, you know, see eye to eye on this person. I feel like, you know, someone who's meant to put me first puts others first. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's, it's, it's sad for for Jake here because you know he's uh, the one who kind of misses out on having a, a dad that's there for him yeah. in the same way. There's oodles. But, there's yeah. piles of science, documented science that taught that that essentially proves the idea that fathers are really really important to the development of of kids. Um, that doesn't mean there aren't outliers who can just do without them mm. for sure. But they're for the most part, it's a really important thing. And my guess is because of the the kind of raw nature of that relationship, that's going to show up for you in other ways you don't expect or even recognize. Um, this is coming mostly from, you know, listening to a psychologist sister tell me for years how important dads are. Um, but there's, you know, real science to back that up. That isn't just simply, I need someone to throw the ball around with me. It's 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 deeper yeah, than that. Catch it's, as well. Yeah, catch as well. It's really important. Good good dads are hard to come by, and it's really important. So um but so are good mums. Yeah, you know, but yeah, just, don't, just I don't want to diminish parents that. Parents in general, but sure. it's just it's like it's just a bit crappy, isn't it? Really, that they you know, you you 
you know, can't have like these superhuman parents that, you know, don't, you know, have to get a wife, a second wife Mm -hmm. and, you know, make her happy by getting a cat, even though it means that, you know, they're allergic, you're allergic to a cat, but then maybe you don't see him enough, you know, versus the wife who's there every day. So it's like, you know what, I guess, yeah, let's put you first in this case. Mm-hmm. Now, it's kind of, it's just a bit messed up. It's a bit sad, really, because yeah. you just, yeah. It's a bummer, dude. I mean, I would, I would guarantee you this. I say guarantee a lot today, but I, I'm pretty sure this is, this is true. He feels it's a re- guarantee. He feels, he feels bad about this. You don't see it. He doesn't say it. He doesn't show it. And, and as you said here, he doesn't seem to be having a problem with the conflict. I guarantee he is. He's just not yeah. showing it. He's a guy who's not going to show it. He is probably embarrassed, mortified, and regretful about his mistreatment of your mom, uh, leaving her in the state that he did. Those things, unless you're a complete psychopath. He might, though, again, he's got his own narrative to it, doesn't he? He might be thinking that, actually, yeah, it's all fine. Uh, yeah, all his, all his, you know, she was a complete nutcase or oh we were too young or mm-hmm. or whatever it is you know there's it always seems like you know people have their own version of the narrative yeah he's, so he probably has his own he's probably yes i agree with that 100 percent. he's probably got a version of this story that's very different but as you both get older you're both going to kind of start coming toward the center which is the place where the truth starts to, to happen and the truth is painful and it won't be easy and there'll be lots of other fights before it ever gets resolved but my guess is at some point it comes together, you know, you, you repair some of the bridge. It may not be permanently repaired ever, but you don't want, you don't want to die wondering if you could have made it work. That's all. Yeah. It's important. Like, listen, as much as I realize I'm in a very lucky circumstance, um, you know, I married an amazing person. We are a team always. The entire effort we have 24 seven is always a team thing. It's never one of us caring too much. One of us not caring enough, whatever. And that is, I take it for granted. And I think my kids take it for granted and they, they're turning out great and they're having a good time and they're learning all this stuff. Well, why? Well, because we gave them that team parent effort and we were happy to do it. And so I can't speak to what it must feel like. However, I have relatives, including my own dad, who had all kinds of weirdness with parents. And, you know, there's just, there, there will come a time where you're like, we got to mend this before one of us kicks off like you just you yeah just have to. i can see chance. i can see the frustration of any time you have a big falling out with people and you don't make it right it can it can weigh on you more than the falling out is worth yeah that's that's what i at least the perspective i have like i've had friends who you know we've had fallings out and then you know they might get a you know diagnosis of a terminal illness or die or something like that and it's just like well crap you know now i you know, now I can't make make it right again. I guess. Yep. Yeah, it's just it's that's the that's the tricky thing. Yep, that's the hard part. So let us know. I mean, to, to answer his actual question, can a father and son be so different that they aren't meant to be in each other's lives? Uh, it's the only time a father can be a son. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm getting, I'm getting it wrong. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, I would say the answer is, in some cases, sure. There's always outliers. Maybe you're one of them, but generally speaking. I think good family ties are healthy no matter who you are. So that would be our advice. Um, uh, thank you for that. Great email. Great uh, calls today. Great everything. You guys can deep. leave uh, messages. By the way, it's real easy. 
Scott at frogpants.com for the emails. The phone number is 801-471-0462. Just leave a voicemail there. Hypotheticalhelp.com has links to everything, including our Patreon at patreon.com slash hypohelp, where t- currently, Terpster, we're a little under the gun. We're massively under the gun, yeah, Scott. Yeah. But you know what? I thank everyone who continues to support us with valid credit card numbers and the rest. Uh, we honestly do appreciate every cent yeah. um, because each week it becomes more and more valuable to me here in the UK. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you for our ever crumbling currency. Um, may yours forever be a rock. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. The irony is, so what happens is when you find people uh, help us out, we do a transfer at the end of the month and then I take that and I split it. And I send Terpster his version of it. And it's still the same cut every time. Mm. But it's slightly less valuable yeah. every time you get it because of the Thank Brexit. You for that. Yeah, it sucks. I don't understand how. Nice, good. This, good. Is, why I, this is why I like um, uh, the idea. I mean, there's things about globalization I don't like, but there's a lot of things to like about it. And one of them is I kind of just wish we all just had space credits or something. So that we well, didn't have all yeah, these different. Yeah, I don't know. Again, that's kind of you know, Europe tried the whole thing with the the euro, yeah. and then you find different countries kind of pull that down. Yeah. So that's the tricky thing is yeah. when it's tied to the performance of countries, or that they have an effect on it, or other stuff that I just don't understand. Yeah, um, it's economic so, stuff that I'm I am completely unqualified. Exactly, to speak I'll to. be honest. I I don't pay much attention. Full stop. So um, yeah, <laughs> that's the cool thing. That is the cool thing. Well, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at. Uh, the underscore T for Terpster at Scott Johnson for me. That will do it for us. We'll be back with episode 57 next week. Until then, everybody within the sound of our voices, take care. Bye-bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Get wrecked at oh. frogpants.com. Get Brexit. Rexit. Get, get, get Rexit. <laughs> <laughs>